What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Trade Prep Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Mullen, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about communication and how effective communication is going to help you create a memorable experience with your customers, and not only that, give you a leg up on the competition. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Trade Thrive Podcast. Um, Great week for us. Uh, We're getting ahead finally after all this rain here. I don't know if some of you guys know this. I'm in Florida and, uh, you know, the rain is just like our snow for those of you northern guys, which is not as long. But I can't complain because we can paint year round. So I should probably chill out with that. But uh, uh, so today's topic is, you know, I was I was having a conversation with my wife and we were just talking about, you know, just relationship dynamic and stuff like that. Just a random conversation. And, you know, if you really narrow down business, you would see and you would understand that business is just like a relationship in a relationship. If you do not communicate well with your partner in all aspects, like, let me give you an example. Like if you just kind of, you know, you're in your house and you just leave the house and you just go right. And you just take off and and go to a store. Um, and you're gone for two hours, right. And you don't text your, your significant other. You don't call them. You don't say nothing. You just walk out and leave. Right. Well, obviously that's detrimental to the relationship. I mean, you know, this person's probably thinking so many things, probably worried, probably concerned, probably scared, probably, you know, just thinking maybe you're doing everything you shouldn't be doing, but maybe your intention was you're actually going to go and, you know, get this person, you know, flowers and chocolates. You just had this spark idea that you just want to surprise this person, but you didn't communicate anything to them. Okay. So your good intentions are negated by your lack of communication and in business, it's the same thing. Now, anyone listening to this, I know that you have great intentions for your customers. So we're not going to just say that you're, you know, operating the wrong way, but even with great intentions, intentions without communication, you know, you could be placed in the category of somebody with poor intentions because when the mind is, you know, left to come up with its own conclusions by nature, it's going to come up with the worst case scenario. You've been through this. If you think of things, you think of the worst case scenario. Always. It's a defense mechanism. It's survival to always think of the worst case scenario. So, and in contracting, customers think of the worst case scenario, number one, because they don't know you. And number two, it's because you brand the, the title of contractor, um, you know, which some people relate to convict, you know. So, as contractors trying to break the mold, as contractors trying to, uh, you know, change the wireframe of the perception people have of us, you have got to focus on your communication. Communication in every aspect of the customer's experience with you is going to, number one, it's going to make your life very easy. It's going to, it's going to help you. But number two, you know, one of the points that my wife brought up is you could do anything wrong. I mean, you could botch the job. You could show up, you know, 
two days late, you could, whatever it is. I mean, obviously, you know, you're not going to do all this, but the reality is with effective communication, you minimize the effect no matter what. Like, so let me give an example of kind of what the process should be in terms of communication and kind of how some things come up and down. And reason why I brought up rain and all this stuff is because I have to continuously communicate with the people that I have on my schedule. And I'm maybe a little bit different than a lot of contractors. I give set dates. You know, I I believe in that and I try my best to hit those set dates. Not only does it motivate me, it motivates me to motivate my team to get jobs done so we can keep our promises. Um, So whenever rain happens, you know, and it's been happening for like two weeks, like every day at two o'clock, like rain, rain and it's setting jobs. Guys have to pack up, you know, they don't quite finish. And then, you know, getting started the next day, like everything is delayed and it's so frustrating. But not only that, I have to remember that there's people that have promises that need to be kept or at least communicated with. I have to understand that, yes, there's people on my schedule that are counting on me to get the job done so they can do something else. Maybe it's, you know, uh, they have an empty house. I need to paint it so they can tell their movers when to move their stuff or whatever that series of events is. And I have to have that awareness. I have to know what each person's situation is. And I have to be able to have the discipline to communicate with them. Even when communication is hard, I have to suck it up. Like there's times where I have to psych myself up to make a phone call when I don't, I like, I know that like, oh my gosh, person could ring me out. This is the third time I've rescheduled their job. Or how about when it comes time to reschedule an estimate? How many of you have been in a situation where you've had to call someone multiple times to reschedule an estimate? I think we have that internal feeling that we know. It's like, okay, I did it once. They were super cool. All right. I did it again. I can hear that little thing in their voice that's starting to distrust me a little bit. That third call to, to reschedule, like, you might as well forget it. And in some cases, I, I've i had to do that. Like, I'm so – and at this point, I have no problem apologizing. But when you communicate, authenticity is what's going to help you get past that feeling of, uh, you know, I would say – that feeling of regret or that feeling of, you know, being ashamed that you have to do something like that, like reschedule three times, but authenticity is going to get you past that. And if you communicated effectively on the first time, um, and you were honest and said, Hey, you know, we're just, we're a little behind on a project, all this rain, you know, unfortunately I can't get out there. And then the second time you said, you know, you kept the story. You said, you know what, the project we were working on, you know, I'm just being authentic with you. You know, we try to give everyone, uh, the best experience possible, the same way we're going to do with you when it's your turn to be, uh, you know, served by our company. And I hope that you understand that unfortunately, you know, we have to be on this project and I can't make our, um, estimate date due to that factor. Right. And then the third time comes around, you're like, Oh my God, what am I going to say to this person (laughs) to get them to believe in me and to keep that momentum going? Well, if you didn't communicate effectively the first time and you were, didn't communicate effectively the second time, the third time, the 90% of the time, they're going to say, all right, you know what? Just don't worry about it. Because when people have a appointment and like, if this all goes down to like putting yourself in the position of your customers, right? We're all customers too. And I think that we forget that. And it's like, if you had some stranger scheduled to come over to your house, which happens like not frequently. Okay. If you had a stranger scheduled, right? Like you're working your day around this person. Like, okay, we have an estimate at three o'clock. Text your wife. Hey, are you going to be home at three? Okay. we got the painter coming by to give us a quote. 
finally getting this done after you've told me for a year you wanted me to get this house painted finally scheduled an estimate this company seems good okay three o'clock today you're getting the kids okay i'm getting the kids all right i'll get the kids so you could be home with the painter all right and then you know well, wait who's like who's cooking dinner he might be here for an hour like what are we gonna do for dinner all right well let's just get pizza tonight so we don't have to worry we can sit with the painter um and all these things right like is that too far-fetched of a scenario no but you have to understand that when somebody is scheduled to come over to uh uh, the house, you know, it's like, there's more than just, you know, that. And if you're not, if you're not respecting that time and communicating effectively about what's going on, like you're just being disrespectful. So it's important for you to not only communicate, but communicate in an effective fashion. And by effective, I mean, number one, you need to know that you should be communicating as early as possible to give people a chance to adjust their schedule or to fix their plans. Oh, never mind, honey. He called me and you know, he called me this morning and said he can't make it. He's actually going to come tomorrow. All right, no pizza tonight. We're going to do, you know, I'm going to make my spaghetti, whatever. All right. And you just got to respect that because again, this is your, this is your customers. They got things going on. Um, and it's just going to make you look good. The momentum won't be lost. It's all about momentum, right? So the, the momentum, uh, that you're building, you know, that initial phone call greeting was great. You know, man, hey, we had a great conversation. Oh, we're so excited to get out there. Can't wait to do the job. Can't wait to estimate it for you. You're going to love us. Right. And that momentum's as high as it's ever been. Right. Okay, great, man. Cool. I found an awesome contractor. Hope his price isn't too high. Right. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the thought like, damn, this guy's good. He's, he's expensive, right? Yeah, we're expensive, but I'm gonna show you why. Um, but that momentum can't be lost. And if, once that momentum starts to drop, like, man, he, he called us at like 2.45 to told us he wasn't going to make it. Number one, I'm not seeing this guy today. Number two, we're not making any progress on the project that my wife keeps asking me about. Number three, I'm eating pizza for no reason, right? Because this guy waited until 2.45 tell me he's not going to make it today. That's the problem. Okay, so effective communication. Now, going back to my analogy about, you know, the, the, the spouse leaving for two hours, right? So, you know, I mean, reality is, can that happen in a job scenario where you have your team of workers or maybe you have one guy scheduled on a job or two guys or whatever, and they just, they just leave without informing and communicating effectively to the customer. Hey, um, you know, just so you know, we actually are heading out for today. Uh, you know, we have to do X, Y, Z, but we'll be back tomorrow. Right. You know, husband, Hey, Hey honey, I'm actually going to be running out. I have to run a couple errands. Um, don't worry. I'll probably be about two hours. Right. Oh, great. No problem. Do your thing, right? Same thing with the customer. Okay, no problem. Awesome. Thanks for letting me know. Okay, effective communication. Now, if the, the crew leaves, right, and the customer's in their bedroom just chilling, thinking work's getting done, how that's happened before, right? And they're, you know, maybe it's an outside job. Crew's gone. Okay, no communication from the crew leader, whoever's in charge. Okay, that's why it's important to put someone in charge and to delegate. Hey, make sure you talk to the customer before you leave or the business owner, okay? Business owner doesn't call and let the t let the customer know what's going on, okay? And then that customer's thinking, wow, like, all right, you're just gonna leave like that, you know? So there goes your review. I mean, you know, you could do a great job, but customer internally isn't satisfied enough. And let's get to reviews for a second because this is my a really interesting topic. So you have to think, you... Like when someone leaves you a, a review, a good review, it's more than just a review. It's like more than just that. Like they actually paid you a good amount of money. Okay. Good amount of money. Probably more for most people than they're going to spend on anything for that entire year. Okay. 
majority of the people we service are middle class. So I understand that, you know, to come out of pocket for between two to $5,000, you know, it, it could be all of their savings for that year for, you know, their expenses for the house, which I, you know, I, I take very seriously. And for them to do that, right. To have that loss, that means, you know, that, you know, for us to get a review in return for them to actually sit down, go through the process of writing a review means that we've exceeded the value of whatever it is that they paid us because they feel that they owe us that review. Okay. Call me crazy for that. I believe that's 100% true. Okay. When you don't get a five-star review, that means that the value was not exceeded. Um, and you know, they don't feel like they owe you that, right? People write reviews because you feel like they, they feel like they owe you that, right? That's why you get reviews. Think about it. Do you write reviews for things that you have a good experience? Like if you go out to eat and the server does everything right and, you know, have a good meal. Cool. Meal was good. You paid $85. Like, man, that was kind of expensive. And then you leave. Like, are you writing a bad review? No, you're not going to write a bad review. Are you going to, like, take your time to sit there and write a good review? No, it's not worth your time. Like, yeah, it was good. I mean, whatever. Okay, it was a good paint job. I mean, you know, the crew was nice. No. But when you have a phenomenal experience, like when the customer or, you know, when you do things above and beyond for the customer. You know what? Let me change those light bulbs for you, sweetheart. Right? Or let me change this for you, honey. Or, you know, however you talk to your customers. I don't know. You know, whatever. But, you you know, you guys get it. You know, when you do something above and beyond, especially the old people, they love it. Um, and it's outside of what you were expected to do. Like the server in the restaurant, if he, you know, you know, some here, somehow overhears a conversation that it's your birthday and just arranges for the birthday experience for you, you know, and, and, and the singing happens and you're looking at your spouse like, Oh my God, honey, how did they know? You know, and they bring you a little cake. Right. And then, you know, at that point in time, that $85 is nothing like, Oh yeah, here, take it. And then take a $30 tip, man. I had the best night. And then you're like, honey, I, I we got to write a review, man. Tyler was such a good server. And I just, you know, I think he'll appreciate that. Yeah, we have to, right? Okay. Now you know why people write reviews and why they don't. Okay. So exceeding expectations. Communication is one of those things that is outside of what's expected. Excellent communication. Okay. I'm huge about communication. You guys know that automations is something that I do. And the reason why I created that is because I wanted the most effective communication of every step of the way, all the way through. I wanted perfect communication as soon as somebody puts in a request. I want perfect communication when someone um, schedules an estimate. I want perfect communication when somebody, um, gets an estimate from us. I want perfect communication when they accept our proposal. I want perfect communication. You know, I'd love communication because it's kind of like, it kind of like gives us free points. So if something happens like, all right, at least they're great at communicating and, and they'll make it right. Okay. So that helps me eliminate putting out fires. Cause I don't really have many fires to put out in business. All right. So Hopefully you got something out of this today. Um, I'm sure you did because, uh, you know, that one came from my heart. You know, I want you to learn good communication. I want you to know how important it is to communicate effectively to your customers. Okay. How valuable it is to exceed expectations in that area. Um, so that's what I got for you. If you're interested and you haven't done so already, please go to uh, fbmleadmachine.com. That is the Facebook Messenger Lead Machine Blueprint. 
please check it out. It's awesome. Um, Facebook ads uh, is really working out great for us. I put together a blueprint for you so you can see how it works. Got a bunch of guys on it now getting leads for you know, $15. I have one guy, cabinet coding company in Atlanta. He's getting leads for $5 and 86 cents per lead from a before and after picture. Okay. It's awesome. It works. It's, it's a great system. So I hope you check it out. I hope you download the blueprint. Um, and that's what I got for you. So thanks guys for listening. I really appreciate you taking your time. There's so many things you'd be listening to today. So for you to be taking your time to listen to this, man, I'm internally, eternally grateful. Please leave a rating on the podcast. If I exceed your expectations, please uh, leave me a rating. Um, I'm not sure what it does for the podcast. Hopefully, it ranks it up higher. I don't really know. I just jump on here, you know, um, you know, and just and just give you guys my thoughts. But maybe it'll help get the word out a little more. So, thanks so much, guys. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at contractor coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, And one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.